Hello, and welcome to the Badass Business Squad podcast, where I help entrepreneurs like you feel lit up in their businesses by connecting them with the best community, education, and business strategy. I'm your host, Katrina Widener. Tune in each week for bite-sized episodes where I'll share implementable advice, interview guest experts, and highlight key takeaways from real hot seat meetings inside the Badass Business Squad group coaching program. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Badass Business Squad and this September series around launching your product or service. If you listened to the last episode from last week, you will have heard a lot about how to really get started planning out your launch, especially if you're feeling like really intimidated or like it's a lot of work that you're going to have to accomplish. So I'm really excited because this week we're going to be doing a lot more information around exactly what I did and how I set things up and why I set them up this way. As always, before we dive in, I want to give the caveat that this was my launch plan and the behind the scenes of launching the first round of my new mastermind. So in the future, this is going to look a little bit different. If you listened to the last episode, you heard me talk about buying culture and the fact that I was using this launch as a way to train my audience and my clients into the buying culture that's going to be happening more often in the future. So I do want to still give that heads up to anyone listening. You can always change this and implement it for the buying culture that you have with your audience right now for whatever it is that you're going to be selling, whether that's a service or a product, whether that's new or something that's more established and just using this as a way to learn a little bit more or get some inspiration and ideas for your next launch. But I'm really excited because today it's going to be a lot more of what I actually did and why. To just dive right on in, I'm going to be talking today about the content. So when I say the content, I mean what platforms I used, how I decided content types, how I got inspired, what my goals were, how I set it up and how I executed it. So a lot of those real tangible items where last week's was a little bit more like, these are things to consider. This is why I did it, how I did it. This is more of like how you can actually take exactly what I did and implement it for yourself or switch things around, et cetera, et cetera. So if you remember from the last episode, I talked about the four different launch stages. So the first one is a soft pre-launch. The second one is a hard pre-launch. The third one is the launch event week. And then the fourth one is doors open. So we talked a lot about working backwards to set up your timeline to really figure out when you're doing it and how long you're giving yourself for each time period. And so today I'm going to like give you a little bit more information about what exactly you're going to do in each of these launch stages and what exact content that I did to get these goals done in each of these. So if we're starting with the soft pre-launch, this is really where our goals are just to kind of get people primed to be spoken to about what we're selling. So my real goal in this soft pre-launch period is to create content that is kind of like your life could be like this or content that makes people feel seen and their objections or in their struggles or I want this out of life or, oh my gosh, Katrina, this is me. 
So it's more feelings focused in this stage and less of the actual details of what it was I was selling. The soft pre-launch was really me showing up in the way that I am currently marketing and just gearing all of that marketing and being really intentional to having it really get people in the mindset of wanting to purchase the thing that I'm selling. So to give you guys some tangible ideas of what I mean by this is, like I've said beforehand, I was selling my mastermind. I was selling this six-month container that's at a little bit more of a higher price point than what I might have sold in the past. And I wanted this content in the soft pre-launch to prime people to get really excited about really accomplishing the needs that the mastermind helps accomplish. I did a lot of like, hey guys, I just had this random thought that I wanted to share on Instagram in my stories, or I'm doing a Monday note, so here's a takeaway that I'm gonna share with you that could be really helpful moving forward. Really, this was content around what their end goal is that they're looking for. Throughout the entirety of this launch, I did a lot of reels to really gauge and experiment around the different social media marketing types and how much my results would be on Instagram using primarily reels and stories as opposed to static posts or carousels or lives or IGTV. I did a lot of these on takeaways and key objections during this soft pre-launch. So for instance, content around being afraid to invest in your business, trading your time and energy for money as opposed to making more money by doing less, content around what it feels like to be waiting till you reach this magical point in the future in your business instead of getting results here and now. And none of it was salesy. None of it was saying, find the link in my bio or come work with me. It was the whole goal that I was having people comment on it, be like, oh my gosh, yes, this is me. Or DM me when I share it in my stories and be like, oh gosh, I want to learn more about this. Thank you so much for sharing this. Really providing value, but also creating this world where my clients could see themselves in the content I was creating, right? For me, the mastermind is 100% about helping my clients position their businesses in a place where they are able to stop trading their time and energy for money and have some space built in and have some breathability and also be bringing in more money that they're used to. So it's really about scaling your business in a way that's also giving you time back. And that was what I wanted to talk about in this soft pre-launch. I was talking about the actual tangible things and the way that you feel in your business when you are not set up this way. And really thinking about it almost as if it's like a pre-sale. Not in terms of anyone actually knows what I'm selling or that I'm going to be selling in a couple weeks, but more so in just a like, I am getting them in the mindset where they are thinking about their goals. They're thinking about the things that they want. So that then in a couple of weeks when I come in and I say, here's how you can solve that, they're already in that mindset of wanting to solve that problem. And so that's the soft pre-launch. The biggest difference between the soft pre-launch and the hard pre-launch is that in the soft pre-launch, I'm getting inspired in the moment. I'm showing up on stories, talking about it. Maybe just like a couple reels that week. Here's one that's going to go out on this. Here's one that's going to go out on this. Here's one that's going to go out on this. 
it wasn't like I'm putting as much emphasis or doing as much every single day content creation. I'm not sending out any emails. I'm not reaching out to the wait list or anything like that. I'm just taking the marketing that I am currently doing and shifting it so that it's really, really laser focused on getting people in the mindset where they already realize that they are the right ideal client for the thing that I'm purchasing. Whereas the hard pre-launch, which is that stage two, is very specifically poking at their pain points a lot and a combination about talking about the key objections, but also adding in talking about social proof. And Really, the psychology behind this is to create warm leads, right? It's warming my audience up to the thing that I'm going to be selling to them. But without just being like, hello, come purchase this thing. (laughs) It is very, very much more of a way to ease them into it. And so where the soft launch was really about getting them realizing that they are my ideal client, The hard pre-launch is really poking at their pain points. It's not just saying we love to talk about not trading your time and energy for money. It's more of like, are you the type of entrepreneur who is working 80 hours a week and maybe making 100K and feeling great about it, but also feeling absolutely exhausted and kind of over this running my own business thing and not excited about your business anymore? It was a shift in both the amount of content I was creating around it and going a little bit harder in terms of lots of reels, lots of new content coming out as opposed to just adjusting my videos and social media and newsletter to be incorporating some of this in it. It was really more content, but it was also more I guess, obvious or more laser focused in how I was sending this out. Really what I was talking about while I was sending this out. If you remember from the first episode when I talked about buying culture, I had mentioned that the buying culture that I want to work in is where I am opening doors first to current mastermind members, opening doors second to the wait list, and opening doors third to the public. In the soft pre-launch stage, doors aren't open to anyone. But that's the other big thing about the hard pre-launch stage for me is in the future, that's the stage when doors are going to be opening to current clients. So it is also providing the social proof of those current clients. This is when I'm collecting testimonials from them, when I'm getting videos from them, when I'm asking them to share on their Instagram pages. Thankfully, I am the type of business owner where I have that relationship with my clients and I can say, hey, would you mind sharing this? So that then I also have that ready when we're moving into the next stage. And I'm also getting the current members to be like, oh my gosh, I have accomplished so much. Oh my gosh, this has been an amazing situation. So that they're also just being reminded of everything that we had worked on in the previous six months. So really we have that soft pre-launch where it's just adjusting my current marketing to talk about the pain points and the goals of my audience that the mastermind is really helping accomplish. And then the hard pre-launch is doors open to current mastermind members and really a bigger push in creating new content. Then when we get to the end of the hard pre-launch and the full, what I'm calling launch event week, That's when I can go really, really hard in actually launching. So the two pre-launch stages, 
those are really getting the audience warm so that then when I start selling to them, they're ready to convert. But the way that I recommend my clients do launches and the way that I obviously did my launch is that the first thing I'm actually like getting them to convert to or to buy into is free. It's this free launch event. So this is this third stage where it is so much easier to reach out to everyone on my wait list and talk about the mastermind stage. Doors are going to be opening on this stage. If you're interested in getting a try before you buy, come to this launch event. Again, this is something I had to do a little bit differently than what I am planning to do in the future. In the future, there will also be current mastermind members at this launch event, and they're going to be getting some hot seats in front of people. A couple people from the waitlist or from the public are going to be able to also get some one-on-one help from me. But this is a point of time where the focus is on conversion, but it's converting a free event more than it is converting anyone to purchase. And I want to make this very, very clear and very obvious for people because when it comes to selling and when it comes to actually converting clients, oftentimes where I see people come up against some problems is where they see someone has started following them or has subscribed to their newsletter and they immediately try to sell them something. And I totally understand why this is something that we try to do. It makes a lot of sense unless you take a step back and you think about that from the point of view of the person you're selling to. And my favorite analogy for this, which you may have heard, is looking at your sales relationship actually as if it's a romantic relationship. If someone matches you on a dating app or follows you on social media and you start having this conversation back and forth in the DMs, you don't immediately say, hey, you want to be my significant other? Or you don't immediately say, hey, do you want to get married? What you say is, hey, do you want to go out on a first date? And it is really like slow on your roll, to be perfectly honest. (laughs) So by doing something like a free launch event where I did it live, I did a live hot seat happy hour where people were able to come in and get their business questions answered. You pre-submitted questions and I was there in the moment to answer them. That was my equivalent of a first date for people. So it wasn't that I am setting the stage and getting this warm audience so that they'll immediately convert to a several thousand dollar mastermind, but I'm setting the stage and having these conversations so I can get them to come out on a first date with me to take this metaphor pretty far. Then after that first date, I'm nurturing the relationship afterward to get them to then purchase in that doors open stage. So a lot of what this launch event week is is getting people in that idea of that first date. So a lot of the content where in the previous two stages were really around addressing key objections, providing social proof. But this launch event week was really about pushing the hot seat happy hour, but using copy that also does those things. So I sent out an actual quote unquote happy hour invite to what I was calling my warm list, which was the equivalent of my wait list. People would purchase with me in the past or signed up for consults, or done intensives, who had talked about wanting to do the mastermind in the future. I was actively inviting people in the DMs to come if we had been having a good rapport and I knew that they were interested. But I was also doing a lot of 
hot seat happy hour. Come check this out. Reels and content in my weekly newsletter and in my social media so that I could get people who would be interested in coming to the event. And the thing that I want to talk about in terms of this is a reminder that this content doesn't have to be so overthought or so in-depth, right? I meet up with a lot of entrepreneurs, both in terms of my colleagues and friends and clients who are like, I have to put so much work into this. This has to feel so hard. And in reality, it gets to be fun and easy if you let it. Some of the reels that I did in this time period that got the most reach were just little ones that were just like, here I am daydreaming about all the amazing questions at this week's hot seat happy hour. And it got a ton of reach because it was just really easy to bring in. I'm talking 12,000 views on Instagram, 20,000 views on Instagram. And we'll talk about this later, but this is also why I did a very reels heavy launch is because my goal was more about getting exposure and getting people seeing about this so that I could train that buying culture, right? And reels were very helpful for that. And so I did not force myself to try to like create any super in-depth or super complicated reels or anything on Instagram because I knew that my main goal was to get people to this free event more than it was to purchase immediately. And the more I overthought things, the harder this launch was going to be, which was not a goal that I had in mind, right? I wanted this launch to feel fun and easy and silly and good. This launch event week, this is when I opened doors to my wait list slash warm list for this first time around and actually started very actively inviting people to my launch event, my hot seat happy hour event. I want to say also, I had a big emphasis on all of this content around this idea of working with me as their choice, right? I am 50% of a client-coach interaction. I bring 50% of that to them, and they bring the other 50%. And so for me, it was more about just saying, like, these are the reasons why you would choose to come to this event, or these are the pain points we're going to be able to address. These are objections you might have around coaching. Come, I will answer all of your questions and we'll move forward. Here's social proof of other people who are doing it too. And it's not, again, actively selling in this period. It is getting people some information around, I will be selling. Every single time I talked about this hot seat happy hour event, my language and my copy was, it's a try before you buy. It's a way to figure out if coaching with me is for you in a stress-free, hands-off way. All of the language was tied to the Baddest Business Squad and tied to the fact that I am high-level coaching with them, but without saying, come purchase from me. And if you're paying attention to the theme of all of these stages until we get to doors open, with the exception of the warm list and reaching out to them personally and inviting them to these events or inviting them to do a call with me or having conversations in the DMs. All of this is really just different levels of how intensely I am warming them up and how much one-on-one interaction they get with me, right? The soft pre-launch stage is just same old, same old, but adjusting it so that it is warming them up to purchase with me. The hard pre-launch is taking everything from the soft pre-launch plus adding another layer of new marketing and new content on top of that that's warming them up to work with me. 
the launch event week is exact same things for the previous two stages, but adding in this hot seat happy hour and really directing people toward one extra level of a high touch environment where they can get an idea of what it's like to work with me and get them warmed up to purchase. So that then when it comes to that fourth stage of actual doors open to the public, people are ready to buy. And I want to also make a note that in between that launch event week and doors open to the public, I had a bonus available for people who signed up in that first week. So almost an early bird special as an incentive for everyone who showed up from the warm list, everyone who showed up to the hot seat happy hour to get those spots quickly. It was a 90-minute intensive with me. If you sign up for the mastermind, we'll do this additional intensive before we even get started so that you know we can hit the ground running. You know exactly what projects you're working on. I'm already invested in your goals, your plans. You have homework accomplished before the very first thing done so that you can really, really maximize the one-on-one time with me since there are no one-on-one call options in the mastermind itself. To give you guys an idea of the scheduling, I had the launch event on a Thursday night, doors opened immediately after that launch event. And from that Thursday night through Monday of the following week was when that bonus promotion was available. That's when I was able to actually send out emails. I sent out a replay from the event. I was able to send out a lot of in your inbox, direct to you, personalized marketing around this bonus reminder, but then also showed up on Instagram and was like, doors are open. This is what this event was about. If you sign up this weekend, you get this bonus. And I want you guys to know that only one third of my new clients were at the Hot Seat Happy Hour event. I'll be blatantly honest with you guys. There were six spots available. Was not planning to book all six because I was changing my buying culture. I got 50% conversion rate, which is absolutely amazing for what I was looking for. So I had one person who came to the Hot Seat Happy Hour event that signed up. I had one person who came for the Warm List that signed up. And I had one completely new doors open to the public person that signed up. And I was very happy with those numbers to get people signing up from all three of these different ways that I was marketing meant that all three of these different ways were working, which is what I wanted. So that now when it comes to the next time that I'm doing this and my buying culture has been a little bit more ingrained that this is how you purchase for me. It feels a little bit familiar to their central nervous systems. That meant that like this is going to be even more successful the next time. So I was very, very pleased with those numbers and how that all worked, especially because I was introducing an entirely new buying culture to my audience in a format they've never experienced from me beforehand, price points they'd never experienced from me beforehand, new ideal clients that I had not been talking to previously with my content. Two of the three of them were able to get that bonus. And that bonus was like a clincher for them because it was just like, I'm already getting these things. Yes, I want this bonus. When I have this doors open stage, I was able to go whole hog on talking about the mastermind. And I want to take a little pause for people because that meant that this fourth stage was straight promotion. Sure, I was still poking at pain points. I was doing FAQ. I was doing social proof. I had like a couple lives tied in there with other people. But guys, this was like salesy. 
And if you've heard me on this podcast beforehand, follow me on Instagram, know me as a human being. I'm not the biggest salesy person. And I know that people can get really turned off by salesy, but I want to put this caveat out there right here, right now. It is not bad to sell the thing that you need in order to make money as a business. You are a business, even if you are the person behind the business and the sole person behind the business, right? Solopreneurs are a huge amount of the people who listen to this podcast. It is okay to ask people to purchase the thing that you're selling. It's not annoying. They're probably not paying that much attention to you anyway. If they find it annoying, they're just going to click through and come back to the rest of your content later on. And if they find it annoying, they are not your ideal client. And that's okay then for them not to be paying attention to this. But this launch week, this like doors open to everyone public facing week is hell yeah, sell the shit out of yourself. Because if you do not firmly believe in this thing that you are selling, they will feel it. And there is no shame in firmly believing in the thing that you're selling. I mean, the mastermind that I do is my favorite thing I do in my business by far. And it is also incredibly, incredibly life-changing for the people who are in it. They get so much done. I mean, I won't wax poetic for too much longer, but like where we are at right now, these people have been in this mastermind with me for six weeks and they have already accomplished more than they'd done in like the six months previously. And they're feeling excited about it and they're getting feedback and they're like regularly getting their shit done. For me to be fully bought in on the thing that I'm selling will also come through when I'm selling to everyone else. Have no shame around selling. You get to do it, especially when you're launching. And also this is why I'm only launching twice a year because I like having fun on my social media accounts in addition to selling. And I don't want to be doing this six to eight week launch every couple of months. So anyway, reeling myself back in, this fourth stage was heavily, heavily straight promotion. This is where I was saying, these are the tangible things that you get out of the mastermind. Where are you now in your business? Where would you love to be in six months? Are you ready to start now? Don't believe me? Join the Badass Business Squad. This is posts and reels about being excited about joining the business squad, about the bonus alert. All of the ways that I was showing up were ways that I was talking about the pain points. Like, where do you want to be in six months? Do you want to live in the business of your dreams? You're still dreaming about it. You deserve something to help you get there faster than doing it yourself. Everything on social media was pushing people to the DMs. Everything in the newsletters was saying, email me and we'll talk through this. Again, educating people about my buying culture. That is way more for me about sharing with them how this operates and what this looks like. And if I'm sending people to my DMs or if I'm sending people to talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, I am not only one ding, 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 playing with the Instagram algorithm that hates it when you say link in bio and will not show your posts and reels to as many people about that, but I am also building these one-on-one -on -one conversations so that if we go back to that dating relationship analogy, we are approaching this relationship with your clients as if, hey, we've had some really good back and forth. We're getting along really well. I invite you to come to this first date. You came to the first date or maybe you didn't. Things went really, really well. And now I'm just like inviting you to have another conversation with me. I'm not saying like, zero to a hundred, come get married to me after we've never talked beforehand or after having a couple conversations. I'm giving them the opportunity to buy in 
and to make the decision to interact with me on several occasions. So you can have this conversation with me. You can come to this event. You can hop on a phone call with me so that you have several opportunities to get to know me and feel comfortable before you just straight by. And so when I come to the full promo, I'm talking about this is what this looks like. This is what you get out of it. This is how it operates, right? Monthly goal setting, accountability, hot seats, experts, blah, 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 blah. It's straight selling and that's okay. So really, if you look at the full trajectory of these four stages, we've gone from warmly talking to them to leading them through an entire process where they get comfortable with us. They get in the mindset of someone who is ready to buy by talking about investing key objections. They're ready to achieve their goals because we've poked at their pain points. They're excited to join because they've seen the social proof around it. I did a Q&A with people. So they were able to ask any questions. Also, I was constantly updating my sales page during this period of time. Someone asked me a new question. I added it to the FAQ on the website. If someone mentioned something like, oh, this is what got me to purchase, I added that to the copy of the website. I was constantly adjusting and adapting things to make everything more and more and more and more optimized as we go so that when I reached that last day of the public doors open point of time, I was able to say doors are closed now and lead people into what is actually what I would call the secret fifth stage, which is the after launch week. This is not as much of a big deal. It's not like something that you're going to need to put in your plan and think backwards of the timeline, but it is really taking advantage of all of that momentum that you've created to either sell people on something that is a smaller buy-in or an alternate option for you. So I had done all of this work for the past however many weeks, especially after getting sick and extending my launch period, to really prime people to want exactly what I am offering them. And maybe for a multitude of reasons, purchasing was not the right choice for them. I know I talked to some people who had summer vacations or weddings or things like that, where they were like, I don't know if this is the right choice at this moment. Some people who had conflicts with the dates, some people who were looking to do something that wasn't in a group setting, right? We had all of these different options of reasons why it wasn't the right choice for people. So after I had done over a month's work of getting people interested in what I'm talking about and poking at their pain points and addressing their key objections, it made sense to have an after week where I was saying, by the way, I still have one-on-one spots available. So if this mastermind wasn't the right choice for you, but you're still interested in getting the work done and achieving your goals, come and talk to me because I still have this other thing you can sign up for. This is also something that's great for, say you are a product-based business and you sold out of spots or even in the future, right? When I do have this mastermind, new buying culture set up and I sell out of spots, being able to say like, oh, I'm so sorry, all the spots are sold, but I can filter you into one-on-one instead. I can offer you this other option. If you think about someone who's maybe like, hey, I am launching my templates as a web designer and Someone comes and goes through this full funnel with you and fully pays attention to 
all of this work you've done in this whole launch, but doesn't want a template, it wants a custom website, the only way that they're going to know that you have that as an option is if you mention it after the fact, right? So you may be like, hey, I did this whole post on all of these things. I talked about all these things that are resonating with you, but this one particular product isn't the best option for you. This after launch week is the optimum time to say, oh, well, I have these other things that might actually be a great choice for you. I just wanted to also remind people of that. You can promo your other things after your launches because you have already really warmed your audience up and geared them up to buy from you. And you're already in that selling mode and you're already creating all that content. It's so easy to just after the fact be like, oh, this wasn't the thing for you. That's okay come buy this other thing instead. It's just a very, very easy way to almost sell two things with one launch. So having gone through all of that, gone through the content, I want you guys to know that when I first planned it, I literally decided the dates. I wrote down every single date physically because this is the way my brain works. I wrote down, this is the soft pre-launch and the days in the soft pre-launch. This is the hard pre-launch and the days in the hard pre-launch. Here's a launch event week. Here's the launch to public week. Here is the after week dates. What are the emails I want to send out? How often do I want to be putting out reels? How often do I want to be putting out static posts? How often do I want to be doing personal emails to my warm list and to my referral list? When do I want to be doing stories on specific things. I sat down, I wrote a brainstorm of every single type of content that I knew I for sure wanted to have. So a Q&A, for instance, or maybe a couple lines answering these things. I also looked at the content of people that I admire and who I really love how they launch. And I was like, oh, is there anything that they did that's especially inspiring to me? And was able to also always give people credit when you do that, but was able to really get inspiration around those ideas too. Even just my ideas around prioritizing humor and fun and being kind of ridiculous in my reels and not being afraid to let it have some of my personality shine through. I really did like a deep dive around what are things that I'm inspired by? What things feel cool to me? What things feel like making me get excited about this launch because that's just as important. And I ended up creating something like 16 reels for what was going to be four weeks, maybe even more than that. I showed up on my stories a lot. I created an actual invite to a lot of these things. And then I actually went through and physically filled in my calendar with, okay, on my soft pre-launch week, I want to put out this one reel on this day on this takeaway. On Friday, June 3rd, I'm going to send out this email that I always send out and just add a blurb to the bottom. And then I want to have a reel that pokes pain points. And then I want to start this highlight on my page about the hot seat happy hour. It made it so much easier for me as someone who's like a visual person to get it out of my head and onto page. And then also, as I started creating reels, when I was getting inspired by trending audio or audio that I found from other things that weren't trending, but I just wanted to use, I could go in and add in like, okay, so my Pope pain points reel on Friday, June 3rd is going to be the one where I'm in this purple shirt because that felt like it was the right time to me. And 
I'm sure as you guys are listening, you're like, okay, Katrina, you're nerding out hardcore, but I got excited about it and I found it fun. And it was really easy for me to be like, great, this feels good. I'm going to make this plan. And then you know what? It all went to shit because I got sick and I had like medication things to deal with. And we had a family vacation to visit my grandparents. But that meant it felt okay because I had all of this stuff to work off of and I could change the rules for myself. I ended up extending it a week, which was perfect and beautiful and exactly what I needed and did get me more conversion. Like use this as a jumping off point as opposed to a rule book that I had to follow. I think that one of the big things also for me was just making sure that I paid attention to what I wanted to do in addition to what everybody else was doing. Because you know what? When I look at something like the content that I was creating, I chose mainly to promote myself on Instagram, in my newsletter, and in private emails, and then my referral, because that's how I operate. I was able to really have it feel fun and have it feel easy so that then when I was going through it the days of, it didn't feel quite so difficult. So I hope that talking through the content and how I planned it all out actually on like a day-to-day and in these four stages is helpful. (laughs) Honestly, this is something that I really loved doing and I'm really excited to do in the future for all of my launches. And I really love the buying culture that I've slowly started to create for my audience. So I hope that it's also inspiring and helpful for you and breaks it down a little bit in a way that doesn't feel so like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? So if you guys have any specific questions on this content and how I planned it out and how I got inspired to how you decide content types, feel free as always to DM me at katrina.widener. You can send me an email. However you find me, I am happy, happy, happy always to answer your questions. And then just so you guys also know that we still have two more in this series of the behind the scenes of my launch coming up. The next one, we're going to be really talking about the execution. So after you've created this plan, how to actually execute it in a way that's not going to be completely overwhelming. And even just as simple as how did I create the launch event? How did I go through and find the inspiration for all of this content? Not just how to make the plan, but then how to take the plan and bring it to action. And then the last episode in this series is going to be all around the analytics and the results and what I would do different or what I would do the same and how I am planning to take this launch plan and utilize it moving forward so I don't have to start from scratch every single time. So I hope that you guys enjoyed it and I will be talking to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If what you heard was impactful in any way, it would mean the world to me if you left a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And if we aren't friends on Instagram yet, come join the party at katrina.widener or come visit the website at katrinawidener.com.